Attention shoppers, we now have taste in the bread aisle. Dave's Killer Bread. That's right, an organic bread that's no longer a sedative for your taste buds. Dave's Killer Bread is on a mission to make the most of the loaf, to rid the world of GMOs, high fructose corn syrup, and artificial ingredients, and plant the seeds of good in all that they bake. Killer taste, killer texture, and always organic. Dave's Killer Bread. Bread amplified. This is Rock Talk with Mitch LaFawn. Mitch LaFawn. Welcome to this episode of Rock Talk with Mitch LaFawn on what will probably be one of the quickest episodes I have uh, ever done. I had a limited amount of time with legendary guitarist Robbie Krieger, a, a hard 15 minutes, but but we lucked out because I got a little bonus time and I will explain halfway through the uh, interview Something happened on his side, and I and I couldn't really understand, but I got the feeling that he spilt the drink, or or somebody that was in the room spilt the drink, and they were they they got distracted and they said, "Hold on," uh, and then he he came back and, and we continued the interview, and then the the call got disconnected, and, and then uh, I phoned back, and instead of having, and, and at this point we were like at eleven minutes. And instead of getting like an extra four minutes, I was given like another 10 minutes. So so instead of having 15, I ended up with 20. Uh, of course, I'm going to take out the part where uh, the drink was spilled and there wasn't really any content. It was like, oh, well, hold on. Yeah, so there was no content there. And of course, uh, when the call dropped, there's a lot of hello, 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 are you there? Hello. So listen, you don't need to hear that. So I'm going to take that out. So in all, we'll probably get it. In, in in around maybe 16 minutes. So it's going to be good. And and this interview, I have to tell you, it was for something called Art for a Cause. And you can check it out on uh, online at artforacause.net. Uh, Robbie does these paintings and uh, they make reproductions of the paintings and they sell it. And the money goes to all kinds of charities. Uh, the, 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 it goes for MS goes for children charities, animal charities, and so on and so forth. So so check out the website if you are so inclined. Uh, purchase the paintings and uh, help Robbie raise money for uh, for charity. And uh, yeah, you know, it's a good thing. We, we spoke briefly about the doors and Ian Asbury at the end. We did have parameters, or I had parameters. It was asked respectfully, please don't ask about Jim Morrison. Please don't ask about the early doors. The story's been told for the last 50, 60 years. It doesn't need to be told again. And that's fine. That is absolutely fine. So we got to hear about Art for a Cause. We got to hear about an upcoming solo record, an upcoming uh, reggae record. Um, I think it was reggae, if I, if I remember correctly. And, and some other stuff. So, so sit back, enjoy, and I'm just going to take out a big black Sharpie and check off another legendary music musician that I've had a chance to talk with and just keep living this incredible dream that I'm living. I mean, it, it, it really is, you know, Gene Simmons, check. Paul Stanley, check. Uh, Ace Fraley, check. Robbie Krieger, check. Rob Halford, check. Alice Cooper, check. I mean, it, 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 it is sublime. And so I thank everybody who helps with that, whether it's a publicist or or a record company, or a friend, or just my own uh, good luck. Uh, anyway, here is, without further ado, legendary guitarist, 
Robbie Krieger. We are speaking with guitarist Robbie Krieger. The uh, project here is Art for a Cause. You can get more information at artforacause.net. And uh, we are talking about Rock Against MS. Uh, Mr. Krieger, an absolute, absolute pleasure to talk to you today. Uh, thanks. Yeah, I'm good to talk to you. Yes, so... I have been uh, perusing the Art for a Cause uh, website, and it says that it's about using the power of art for charity, which, uh, you know, having grown up in the 80s in the era of Band-Aid and, and uh, you know, talk to me about, yeah, talk to me about this, this, this project that you have and about the paintings and about doing these different causes. Well, um, it really wasn't my idea, but my friend uh, Barbara Hollander uh, came up with this uh, idea, uh, or I guess some friends of hers and her. But uh, it was to, you know, you know, I have this artwork that I I never have done anything with, and um, she had the suggestion to make make uh, you know copies, cheat clays, or whatever uh, of the high quality high-res copies and uh, sell them and where the uh, profit would go to various charities. And uh, that sounded like a good idea to me. And uh, so I said, yeah, let's do it. Now, the, uh, I noticed on the website that you've gone to, th- there's been different charities listed, St. Jude's, Music Plus, uh, G- Glendale Arts, etc., is it you, you pick one charity per year or as the money comes in f- through the sale of this art, you sort of dispatch, you know, a, a little bit here and there? How, how does it go and, and how does it, for example, how does it work with the Rock Against MS? Is there a certain uh, painting or two that is going to be specifically just for that charity? How, how do, does the money get to the charities? Well, uh, I kind of decide, you know, when we sell something, you know, where which charity it'll go to. And the Rock Against MS uh, is new for us. We just just hooked up with them uh, about a week ago, actually. And um sounded like a good uh, outfit. You know, you have to be careful. Some of these charities don't really, uh, you know, they don't give 100% of the money to where it should go and stuff like that. So uh, they seem to be really a cool outfit, and uh, this gal Nancy Sale is uh, the president of it, and uh, she's really cool. Um, and so we uh, decided to uh, to have some of our our money go to her. Yeah, Nancy's terrific. I, I've known her for for at least twenty years. Doing she she sets up a uh, lot of. Yeah, she sets up a lot. Of, she's been a publicist for for many many years, having set up people from Guns and Roses and stuff. So now she she's terrific. Um, talk to me just real quick. I want to know about the sort of the creative process because you know you are the guitarist, you are the guitarist of the Doors, and is it the same creative energies going into art? And have you been doing this art all the way back from, you know, your younger years, or is this something that came to you? Later on, uh, talking about the creativity involved, is it the same sort of thrill to write a rift or paint a painting? Well, it's uh, it's very similar. You know, both things take a while. It's not like just playing a song, you know, which is immediate. Um, you know, it takes a while to create an art piece. Sometimes, uh, sometimes a couple, three hours. Other times it takes days, you know, or weeks. 
keep uh, changing it and you know not satisfied with it um and uh thing is my mom was an artist uh you know not professional but she she was always taking art lessons and stuff and so i was i was uh, kind of interested in it from an early age i wish i'd kept some of my stuff that <laughs> that i'd done uh, when i was a kid but uh and then I kind of forgot about art for a while, and you know when I got into the music thing, and but then uh, you know after the doors uh, uh, was over and uh, I had a little more time, I had uh, started to paint again, like back in my eighties maybe, and uh, kind of been doing it ever since. Well, I, I'm looking at the at the site, and some of these giclées just look absolutely. Uh, stunning. I mean, they're they're stunning portraits. I have to say. Um, let me just ask you. you know, some of some of the copies actually look better than the originals. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, um, you know, a lot of them are painted on plexiglass, and uh, so you can uh, on with those ones you can hang them up in a window, and and the light will come through. And you get a whole different effect than just looking at them on hanging on a wall. But uh, unfortunately, we haven't figured a way how to make copies of like that. But even when you make a copy on a G clay, uh, sometimes, like I said, they look better than the original. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they, they look stunning. Um, other than creating art or creating paintings, you also create music. So l let me just quickly ask you about this upcoming album. The last one was in uh, 2010, I believe. So it's been about 10 years. Uh, Slide Home is a single you put out just around Christmas time. Uh, talk to me about creating new music, the importance of sort of having that mind space going on. And when do we finally see the solo album? And this is where we had our first little interruption. But let's get right back. To legendary guitarist Robbie Krieger. Okay, where were we? Well, I was just asking you about creating new music. Uh, you, you've got Slide It uh, or Slide Home, which you put together with Arthur Barrow, formerly of Frank Zappa, uh, Adrian right. Byrne, and Brad Dur Dutz. Uh, talk to me about creating new music and, and the importance of sort of having uh, new music available to fans. Well, uh, yeah, I think it is important, uh, you know, if you want people to uh, still think you're relevant. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I hadn't haven't had an album out for quite a while. and But I had been working with Arthur Barrow and some other Zappa guys um, over the last five years. Uh, pretty much... Uh, there's a guy, Tommy Mars, who used to play keys with Zappa. And uh, let's see, um, Josh, uh, Jock Ellis, Sal Marquez, who were the horn players for, for Zappa, and a lot of other people as well. But anyway, uh, so that slide home thing, that's uh, from an album that will be coming out hopefully around Christmas time. And it's uh, it's kind of uh, kind of jazz influence, um, uh, kind of jazz fusionish stuff, kind of like uh, I've been doing for years, but uh, with a different kind of a Zappa twist to it. And uh, hopefully, like I say, that'll be out uh, 
in a while. And and the other thing is, I've been I've been doing a an instrumental reggae album, and uh, there's actually just put out a single from that. Uh, if you look on RobbieKrieger.com, and um, so that one just came out. It's it's actually that old song, Sleepwalk. Are you going out as the new experience, or are you doing the Robbie Krieger band, or are they the same thing, or are they two completely different entities? Hey, I'm back. Yeah, this is where the phone disconnected, but don't worry. I called him back, so let's continue with legendary guitarist Robbie Krieger. Yeah, that was weird. That was <laughs> it, it, All right, how, how far did I get? Uh, well, you were talking about working with the uh, the Zappa guys, and then I asked you if um, the New Experience and the Robbie Krieger band were two separate entities, or are they the same thing? Uh, sort of, what's the difference between the Robbie, the Robbie Krieger band and the New Experience? Okay, well, the Robbie Krieger band is uh, where we do the, Do- the Doors songs. So that's... Uh, you know, with my son uh, Waylon singing and um, Phil Chen on bass, Ty Dennis on drums, and uh, Nathan uh, Wilmark on keyboards. Uh, sometimes we have a different keyboard guy. But uh, so that's when we just do the door stuff. And then the new experience is, uh, is more of a jazz thing that. Uh, we just do more for fun, but uh, we've been doing it more and more lately. And that's with uh, my old buddy, Dale Alexander, who used to play with Prince drums. And uh, we have uh, Kevin Brandon on bass, who, who played with Aretha Franklin. And Ed Roth is the keyboard player. And he's uh, really a great keyboard player. So that's more jazz. Right. And, and and I know we're going to run out of time here because we're supposed to be 15. So I'll ask you just two more, uh, two quick questions. Um, okay. The the solo album that is coming out in uh, just before Christmas, is that the first of many? Do you, do you, do you want to sort of get back there and, and get in sort of an old school one album every year or this is it? And then talk to me in five years from now. If mm-hmm. I, you know, what, what's sort of the, the thinking? Yeah, well, you know, ever since I got my own studio a couple of years ago, I, I've been, you know, wanting to record more and stuff. So, yeah, I think it will be kind of one after another from here on in. Um, yeah, so after this next album, there's going to be another one with uh, where we're doing uh, reggae. It's like a, a reggae instrumental album. Uh, in fact, there's a single out right now on on my website from that, and it's uh, it's called Sleepwalk. You probably heard that song from Sandow and Johnny. I have. It's great. It's it's. Listen, I love everything you do. It's 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 a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> and uh, I'll just quickly remind the folks, artforacause.net. Do head over to see that. And I'll I will ask you one final question so that we respect our time. Um, when you came back and, and did the Manzara Krieger thing, how was it for you to, to get back there and play those songs again? Because they had sort of laid dormant for, for, you know, 10, 20 years. What was it like for you in terms of plugging into the amp and going, you know, and, and hearing Light My Fire or hearing Riders on the Storm? 
was it a big thrill? Was was it like coming home? You know, was it like finding a lost child? Well, you know, I had been, uh, you know, just doing my own bands, you know, with uh, doing mostly jazz and stuff like that. But then, you know, I used to see these Doors and Tribute bands, and then sometimes I'd go sit in with them. And uh, so, I, you know, I never really just forgot about the Doors. And then, you know, people started wanting to hear more of the Doors on my and my sets, so we would do a few more Doors songs. And then, uh, yeah, right in the year 2000, uh, I talked to Ray, and, uh, you know, he'd been doing his own thing. I said, hey, Ray, why don't we just go, go out and do some Doors songs, you know? And he goes, wow, that's a great idea, you know, let's get John and do it. And John didn't really want to do it, but uh, Ray and I did. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was really great to actually, you know, go out and play like we used to and and uh, travel the world. And uh, I was just lucky I had to, got to get back with Ray for, for those years. Yeah, it's too bad we lost him. Oh, it, it absolutely. And and I did see one of the shows. I saw the Doors of the Twenty First Century, as it was called, with Ian Asbury at at the I guess it was the uh, Bell yeah. Center in Montreal. It, it 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 was great. I mean, it was really a a moving experience. And then you you moved on. You ended up having one of my friends in your band, uh, Miljenko, um, and he, he did uh, great. Uh, he did great too, right? So. Yeah, yeah, he was good. He was good. He's got an amazing voice. Oh, absolutely yeah. spectacular. Ian, Ian was the best. I think Ian was probably the best, though, because he he just had this aura about him, you know, that was, you know, maybe not Jim Morrison, but he uh, he had a certain mystique that was uh, very similar, you know. Yeah, well, I would say that he actually had a sort of a moving spirit. You know, he there, there was there, there was a there was, there was something there was a kismet going on there. There was something very like, oh yeah, that's believable. You know, you could really sort of sink your yeah, teeth into yeah. that. Um, uh-huh. Anyway, I, I know that we only had fifteen minutes, so we we've we've passed that. But uh, uh, well, let me just say one more thing about absolutely. the uh, MS thing. Um, yeah, I just lost a friend to MS, uh, John uh, Sterling, who was the he was the band leader in the Eric Burden thing when I was doing that. And uh, yeah, man, we should do something about you know it'd be great to get some uh, some funding for MS because uh, it's it's really a bad uh, bad disease and. Uh, you know, it's been around for long enough that they should have figured it out by now. But I guess you can say that about all diseases. <laughs> yeah, well, we're we're slowly getting there. Uh, but uh, yeah, they, they, more needs to be done. And and I'll keep. You know, in fact, there's two sites I want to plug. There's artforacause.net, which is uh, where they can find uh, your paintings and and stuff like that. And then there's the other site. Which is rockagainstms.org. Rockagainstms dot org and uh yeah right folks uh, support that all right that's cool mr krieger as we say in montreal merci beaucoup thank you so much and uh Uh looking forward to that solo album all right love montreal thank you cheers okay bye-bye bye-bye you're listening to rock talk with mitch lafon rock talk 